Queen 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 Kong Hong Kong Hong Kong Kong Hong Kong 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 Queen Kong This is Kaiju vs. History Queen Kong Welcome back to Kaiju versus History. This is your 70s morals on full display here. Patrick and joining me is a movie that perhaps deserved to stay buried six feet under in the past. Miles. Hey, Miles. Hi. Oh, I've given us the unfortunate task of watching, researching and discussing this week. 1976's Queen Kong, which... You could have gone to your grave not knowing about this movie, right? I would have been. I mean, this, this honestly, I was like, do I want to keep doing this podcast? <laughs> so I, 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 I have to start off this episode with a very sincere apology to Ape because <laughs> I want to go I, back and watch Ape again. I, I finished that with the line that I, I said that I was going to regret it. Did not realize I was going to regret it so soon. <laughs> yeah, that this movie you. was an insult to anyone who's ever had a creative thought. And boy, howdy, <laughs> should I have kept that in the chamber? Because this week is rough. Yeah, um, if you thought Ape was bad, buckle up for us uh, to talk Ape, about Queen Ape Kong. is Oscar worthy in comparison. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Yeah, no. Do, do, you, bad. do you disagree? <laughs> no, I said at the end of it, I was, or at the beginning of that episode, I was like, we have like five Kong knockoffs in the late seventies, which is and, like my personal ape. Ape isn't the worst of them. <laughs> I know. I should have believed you, and I, I am sorry for doubting you. I I also want to get back on my hey giant I eight movies are not kaiju films oh, soapbox be- because it's too late oh, this is the worst this is the absolute worst so yes we we watched this 1976 British West German comedy yes. film co-produced by Cine Art München and Dexter Films and it was only released to West German theaters. Because Dino De, De Laurentiis had the force, the, the correct foresight to get this movie um, basically banned in, in its home country of, yeah, it, did, of it did not come England. out theatrically in, in Great Britain or the U.S. for that I mean, matter. This, uh, Dino De Laurentiis, De Laurentiis is, I mean, obviously it was a big time, was a big time producer and they had a lot riding on this big budget King Kong remake that they were they mm-hmm. were doing. And he was not going to let any shenanigans disrupt what he hoped would be a massive box office smash worldwide. And that's <laughs> that's interesting to me because, I mean, knowing, knowing you know, his his kind of history, it, it doesn't surprise me that he was thinking globally. So, like, no, I don't even want I don't want this in the UK. And, and there's a lot of shared stuff. And so I think that, you know. Yeah. This this indeed was poised to come out a couple weeks before King Kong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and for me, he's I, De Laurentiis is, is known for have produ- having produced a lot of great movies and a lot of like good to decent 80s horror 
Uh, he mm-hmm. certainly got involved with sequels, like Halloween Two, Evil Dead Two, like big sequels. I think I think all of the Hannibal Lecter movies were produced by him. That is correct. Yes, I believe so. So I mean, he he wasn't it. Well, I mean, he's no longer with us, unfortunately, but he was a big deal, and so he took this movie very seriously, and rightly wanted Queen Kong yeeted out of existence but you know obviously some some markets were gonna you know not care and so yes this was given a west german release and uh, Patrick, you have a list of of terms i think that you want to associate with this movie yeah well i i just want to see if you agree with a couple of labels we can put on this before we proceed and maybe trigger warnings as well is this film yes or no miles misogynistic yes very much so (laughs) in both ways somehow both pandering and belittling towards women (laughs) and men (laughs) no one really escapes is it yeah uh why don't you why don't you sing that liberated lady jaunty tune (laughs) oh my god i was looking for the lyrics so bad it's such it's we'll get to it is this movie homophobic miles yes it is there is a gay joke like every 10 minutes and they're terrible is it racist miles horribly so (laughs) yes indeedy and sexist and juvenile are the other ones i I guess sexist is another name and and also a sterling example of that that's like imperialist colonial snobbery that that country has you know yeah i don't know how america given that title a lot and america gets a lot of hate but boy howdy (laughs) the the sentimentality we've we we have made some equivalent trash to this one as well so (laughs) i don't know you find me a worse movie than this miles i dare you in 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 this time period (laughs) queen Queen kong are we are we spoiling things to say that this is a new contender for the worst kaiju film of all times to to dethrone our current champion of the mighty gorga i mean it, technically, yes, it is a spoiler, but uh, yeah, this is 100% uh, we, we haven't uh, talked a contender. 100% about our scores yet with one another. And indeed, my last question to you before we start talking about this movie, is this going to answer the age-old question of what if Benny Hill decided to write a movie about women's liberation? Jeez. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It feels like old white men trying to oh. make a film to capture the Oh, it 100%, it 100% does. Yeah. Um, and what's wild is there was a the 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 writer and director Frank Agrama. I'm assuming that's the correct spelling or so. pronunciation. He has a pretty important role in nerd history, and kind of made me hate this movie even more. <laughs> yes, I I didn't know this. I I didn't look too much into <laughs> what I what producer. I told you. You flipped out. <laughs> well, Agrama is probably best well known, I would say, for being the owner slash CEO of Harmony Gold, which was the company that it brought over a lot of anime, but was the driving force behind Robotech, which yes. was the Americanized, you know, Western version of Japan's <laughs> Macross and some other series, but brought over a couple series and then has been. I guess kind of squatting on the rights for decades since yes. then. Yes, uh, apparently the the rights have finally kind of been smoothed over in the West. That we're gonna see some more 
Macross stuff. There have been theatrical releases of Macross films that are our good buddy Drew from The More You Nerd. Well, my co-host from there. Patrick's former co-host. <laughs> I, um, I consider him a buddy, too. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> I said our good buddy. Uh, he's a massive Macross fan and, and has actively gone to see these movies in, in cinemas. And I'm, I'm happy for him. But we still haven't gotten any actual releases. But yes, finding out that this guy is is <laughs> well, known for that whole sh- schadenfreude is makes me hate this movie even more. One of the um, first things Drew and I ever talked about when we first met, like twenty something on years ago, was that he asked if I knew ever watched Macross. I was like, I, I don't know what that is, and he's like, it's you know these transforming robots. I was like, oh, Robotech. And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it makes me so happy that that was the experience because I know how Drew is, and the thing <laughs> is, Drew will fully admit we're getting this huge tangent about our friend Drew that he first watched Robotech because anybody in the states would have yeah but yeah so the yeah writer and director of this this film is is kind of responsible for robotech which is a weird weird connection yeah i forgot he wrote and directed this this is really his fault I, it, I and we should be this, there pointing. are three names on or two names on this script and i there are three names on the, on the actual screenplay and i demand <laughs> actual evidence that anyone actively wrote this movie <laughs> It wasn't just a a coke fueled bender while they were filming. They you know just scribbled some lines down in crown on a piece of paper and it shoved it in front of the actor's face. Yeah, no, I I, I would like the behind the scenes <clears throat> more than ever actually watching this film. So yeah, <laughs> let's talk about the title, Miles. Oh yeah, so, I'm sorry, Patrick. I got so have... distracted by the awfulness <laughs> of this movie and the people that made it. And What's talk the about title? You. Uh, yeah, then well, talk about your ha- Have you heard about this popular kaiju film from the 1930s, King Kong? Mm. Well, Queen Kong comes from from that. I don't know if you got that as the spoof title. Smashing. It was indeed called Queen Gorilla in Austria. And uh, while never released, it was Queen Kong in, in Western Germany, but also had a few other names there, including Banga Banga, I'm Dushongel ist kein taxi free. <laughs> Banga Banga, there is no free taxi in the jungle. Just wild. This is the VHS tape release. I'm looking at this Look VHS at the cover, cover and <laughs> Banga that Banga. cover promises a way more interesting movie. And it has, there's no Queen Kong on there. It's like a male ape with like, it's a, a male ape with like this, like very like put upon hairstyle and a woman with green hair. I guess they're toasting champagne or maybe absinthe or something. Like a, I don't a know. 40 year old VHS. But I was, I was, you know, I tried to confirm by like, I mean, those pictures on the back of the box. That is the, that is the movie. Banga Banga. There's no free taxi in the jungle. Also, The Great Adventures of Queen Kong, another longer new title from, from Germany. Very liberal use of the word great. Miles, what, what about the plot of the movie? Can you tell us what happens in Queen Kong? Yeah. You seen King Kong? <laughs> yeah. That with boobies. That with very bad humor mixed in. And also yeah. a, a baffling first act, Miles. We talked about how bad this movie is, but the first act is nails on a chalkboard to watch. Oh, it's it's rough. Uh, like our our female lead. I don't even. I don't even think I read the characters' names down. But loose habit in in the film played by Rula Linska. Rufis, our male character, our lead Ray Fay. 
not Faye Ray, get it? Yeah, I, I played by Robin Askworth and nearly first... went blind from rolling my eyes at the at his I, name. That's kind of fun, actually. I mean, as far as like spoof goes, Ray it's Faye. like scary movie level comedy. Let's let's. Oh, well, yeah, I'm not saying that's like amazing in its own right. But yes, um, I don't like the movies. <laughs> the first half takes place on the liberated lady, a like a boat it's not even a yacht it's a tiny like fishing trawler that they had access to for filming and full-on like 20 minutes feels like it it passes on the boat oh yeah and it's it's i mean this movie is not very long it's 84 minutes and i literally felt like i was watching avatar like it felt like three hours well that first half hour takes forever and then you get to Kong, Queen Kong, and there's some bits of this movie I will say that are at least visually interesting to look at. And then they make a sexist or homophobic joke, and I'm just like, oh, why am I watching this? But I, I, I love I love the cult of random white ladies in the the heart of Africa. <sighs> yeah, the, the the I don't even want to say the the name the Lakonga. The, no, Lavanga that does the conga is the name of the city where Kong is. It's like that might have been a funny joke in like 1952 or whatever, but I don't it feels like a, a Bugs Bunny joke, you know? Um, yeah. Where, and where then uh, we're also supposed to believe that Ray Fay is like this crazy attractive person when in, in reality. And this is uh, obviously sub- subjective, and it, this sounds mean, but I mean, he just looks like a dime store Mick Jagger. Yeah, I think. <laughs> what I, I, I know what, what you I said. I just didn't him. know if you were saying on the podcast or not. Uh, <laughs> slick jerker. <laughs> it's more like a, he looks like a greasy version of, of of Mick Jagger, maybe lighter hair. He's not charismatic at all. He's, he's got no. some comedic still acting i mean yo yeah yeah he's he's been in in quite a lot even in in old age robin ask with but not not very watchable here on screen across from from loose habit i'm trying to think of things about this film i did enjoy i i liked the peppers who did the soundtrack for the movie the soundtrack itself though is terrible it's a, a french instrumental group who had a, a, a hot single in 1974 with Pepperbox. You know, it's a disco funk fusion kind of band. Yeah. The, the the lyrics that you quoted in the top of our episode, Queen, 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 Kong, 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 Queen, Kong. That song is terrible. And the literally lady song is, I mean, that's part of the nails on chalkboard. I Yeah, the, the, the liberated lady. I can't believe that made it into a Actively movie. should be taught in universities as an example of what not to do i mean it's it's not only poorly written and delivered it the the audio just seems off on it it was just real bad oh what about queen kong herself what do you think of the (laughs) what do you think of the pseudimation oh you mean king kong with weird boobies i mean it's awful just an ape suit you know you it's, complain it's an awful it's an awful ape suit you it's, complain about kong not being kaiju but like at least it most kongs have had like kind of a different look to them besides a human being in a gorilla costume like uh gorgo <laughs> yeah the, i mean it's it's a terrible suit it's a terrible suit actor 
there is a scene at one point where you know again it it paired it's it's quote unquote parroting King Kong. So there's a mm-hmm. scene where it fights a dinosaur, and that dinosaur looks like it was a costume that was borrowed from a kid's birthday party. Yeah, there's, um, there's like a T Rex that they call a Hoosie What's It or something. And, and there's a there's a joke where they literally have someone mess up and do not do an extra take. <laughs> yeah, the pterodactyl scene. I don't quite understand why it had a one hook leg. I didn't understand a lot of the that middle part of the movie. Yeah, but. I, I mean, my my first notes were awful Exorcist reference, awful Tarzan reference, awful Jaws reference. Like I was just listing all these references mm-hmm. that they were doing very poorly, and then I actually didn't say this is scary movie four bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's up there. I think it's worse than those movies. To be honest, mm-hmm. I think I think if you gave me the option, I'll like, watch any of those right now. A hundred percent, and I'm I not watch, a fan of those. I will watch like the Twilight ripoff movie or the superhero one that they did. I watch any of those. But the, the what I can say about the I mean, I, I probably will give them similar scores, but I, I would agree. Yeah, I I, I hate that <laughs> brand of comedy. What I will say about the pseudomation or the special effects in this movie. At least those scenes make the actors stop talking for a little while. Those are a nice little breathing room between them having to make terrible. Jokes. Yeah, but then they they even manage to mess that up. Like that one scene where they keep basically replaying the same frame of the actor with the shiny tooth. Oh God, yeah, no, that's a that, very that joke event. was one run into the ground immediately. Also, not very funny or well executed, but they they believed in it. I'll give them that. They believed in that terrible joke. <laughs> I I was extremely impressed with the miniature sets of London that we got. I was like, how yeah. are they so good in this movie? It's the Miles? one good thing about that movie is this the actual like London set when Queen Kong is, you know, I quote unquote rampaging looking for her her boy toy. Um, who actively also wants to be with Queen Kong. And they had this weird scene where like the female director is trying to force herself upon. It's, it's, it's just gross. This movie's gross. That's what I, I wanted from a, a conga was some bits of, you know, a giant ape climbing up big Ben, for example. But yeah, I thought they were way too good for this production. So I did some research, almost all those sets were not made for the film they were a found amusement park in england called tuctonia part of a like a attraction that you can go to so they just like found this already built miniature london and filmed on on there which i was like all right well good on them for at least utilizing that well but i was like all right well no one actually did any work for those scenes (laughs) so yeah no no one actually is gonna affect my my score Your score yeah no one actually on the movie did work but the, the you know check out these pictures of of the amusement park it's pretty cool they got like a full london bridge where they did film you know queen kong kind of being driven in in a boat via that definitely definitely worth checking out that park and not watching this movie yeah <laughs> you will be super surprised to find out on amazon rotten tomatoes and letterbox there are hundreds of people out there giving this an okay score miles giving this a three a four a five out of ten and if you want to entertain yourself for an hour and a half instead of watching this movie i highly recommend you go sit down and just read some of the reviews both you know good and bad 
instead of watching this film because so many of them are much more entertaining than this movie. Well, so yeah, the the weird thing that <laughs> that I've I found out is that this movie has a cult following in Japan. Oh my goodness and gracious. So a troupe of Japanese comedians like made their own Japanese dialogue for the film and yeah. that's the version I think that has been released on DVD there and like I could see in like a Kung Pao type experiment with this movie being kind of funny if oh, yeah if no you... semblance of the original film is is present like yeah some of the visuals are pretty good still you know I mean, Queen Kong still looks awful, but yeah, well, that's part of the fun, I'm sure, for people that would go to that kind of of. But also, if I'm watching a troupe of comedians, I mean, it's basically MST3K, you know. Yeah. Let's let's get to our rating for this movie, Miles. We we can't gild the lily any longer for oh, this. Right. I do not regret putting this on our film because I think, I mean, we're gonna wake up tomorrow, we're gonna watch some other kaiju movies, and air is gonna taste and and smell fresher the lunch you have tomorrow is going to taste better everything every kaiju movie after this is going to feel better because of watching this despite the second half not being that bad and them actually having some interesting production value and being slightly interesting the first half especially the first third of this movie is so bad it's so problematic and so boring it really ruined the entire rest of the the watching experience for me. I am still not giving this a zero because I do feel like there are some memorable bits in the second half. And I have to hold out hope there might be a worse kaiju film experience out there. But this movie is so terrible. I definitely never am going to watch it again. So a one out of ten for me, which on our enjoyment scale is failure. Absolute failure. What about you, Miles? I didn't realize zero was an option. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I guess it's always an option, right? A zero on our scale is it's atrocity. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I didn't realize the zero was an option. I am giving this a zero. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I I hated watching this movie. I think it was gross, but also it's just here's the thing: it can have gross politics, or whatever, and still be competent. But it's yeah. not competent. That and that's it makes it even worse because I had to sit through 84 minutes of terrible British comedy. And I like regular British comedy. I like I like British comedy that's actively funny. Mm-hmm. Um, everything about this movie is is absolutely poor. And then finding out that the one good thing from this movie <laughs> wasn't even part of the movie is I mean, kind of, I mean, cherry on top. Like, okay, they had they had the foresight to like use a useful set. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but the costumes are awful. The script is awful. All of the acting is awful. The the delivery of the comedy is terrible. The songs are, as you put it, nails on a chalkboard. Real bad. Um, there is almost nothing remotely likable about this movie. I hated watching it. I never want to see it again. Like when I was taking the large duke on ape is because it was boring and not good but this movie is actively awful yeah i'll, I'll and, go back and watch ape again comparatively yeah, i i often i often say that being boring is worse than being bad and that, guess what i was wrong yeah I, well <laughs> i i think even something like ape you can enjoy with friends making fun of how bad it sure is. this yes. one and, and at least it flips off the camera so i'm like okay so you 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 okay 
if you want this people is, to I leave, deserve this. Uh, if you want people to leave your house, this might be a good movie to turn on. Be like, what are you doing? Yeah, um, I, I I actively hated this movie. I think it's the worst we have seen so far, and we have seen some stinkers. Well, um, I apologize to Ape for thinking <laughs> it's the worst kaiju movie I've ever seen because. I mean, I still don't call this a kaiju movie. It's it's a John Eight movie. I mean, it's, but, it's very uh, much a kaiju movie. But no, it what, is not. What about the technical <laughs> aspect, Miles? Because you, you you did say you were going to give that a little potentially higher score. So yeah, I am going to bump that up a smidge because they did have someone had sense to use that really awesome London uh, set, and well, that not, set is really it's good. not just that because they did make that giant table set, which. I mean, maybe they found that too, but that was at oh the for very least. for Queen Kong uh, the, yeah. the one the one visual gag that's not even funny, but I'm I'm also like okay, <laughs> it it works and it does it does something interesting, which is later on when Queen Kong is going on a rampage, she like flips the table and and stuff over. I was like, okay, well that's you know at least a little bit of a payoff for that joke. Yeah, but- I, I I got half a chuckle. From this 84 oh, movie. Awesome. Oh, I, I did not laugh at all about this film. I, I could tell some jokes. No, were... I mean, like, like that visual gag was kind of funny. I, I will yeah. I will say that visual gag is at least conceptually kind of funny. I could tell some jokes were well written or well delivered, but not both. But I was having so bad a time. Any of them were well written. I, uh, the later certainly half, well, like, were, were well delivered. It was just like, you know, innocent, the innocent jokes, like the cop who is like radioing into dispatch. OK, yeah. You, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. Those that were was, like that. That guy was kind of funny. Technically funny. But the movie but was so poorly done. The movie was so bad. I just I couldn't even bring myself. Yeah. And I to... mean, so there was that aspect. But I also think that there there is a I don't know if it's an embarrassed or mean spirit. This movie has. Mm-hmm. about its subject matter, its characters, what it's doing. And it's, well, it's just a complete it, watching. This is a experience. great it, watching is a great affirmation for how far we've come because we're almost 50 years out from this movie and the amount of progress we've made as a society that makes this movie in retrospect look so backwards well, and bad. I, w- I wouldn't toot the horn, the horn that, that, that hard yet. Well, I just, <laughs> I think, you know, if we were watching this in the seventies, we might've had a different take on it, but I'm happy to give this I one. Don't a, know. I don't know. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving it a one. I'm, I'm happy to give it a one as well for the, the technical aspect. Like Just I said, a zero, I guess. Yeah. It, for the most part, it's nearly unwatchable scripts, a joke music is literally painful in places, but they, they do work with the models that they have in an interesting way. Even if it's a reproduction that they just found, I think if you watch those elements of the film in a five minute like shortening of those those scenes, you could get a modicum of interest or enjoyment out of the movie. Do not watch but any of the rest of the film. Every every post Naked Gun Leslie Nielsen movie is still worlds better than oh this. Oh my goodness! Well, I mean, there's no comparing apples and oranges there. But yes, I agree. For it's a no, but there there's there are some bad ones. Uh, for its evocative nature as a kaiju piece of art, I'm giving this a one as well, which on our scale is toxic. I do feel like this movie, I mean, I don't want it to be part of the kaiju canon, but I think it is important to recognize that something has to be the worst. And it very 
well, maybe this movie. <laughs> it is, you know, there are other kaiju parody movies in the future. So this is kind of the first. And but it is it is something that is very different from the rest of those films in the future that we're going to get to, because those are actually funny and are not very offensive to my sensibilities, whereas this one was. They also engage, I think, in kaiju tropes more. So I'm excited to get to those, not just really repetitive sight gags. So, yeah, giving this another one out of ten miles. What about you? You know, I feel this movie embarrasses me because last week I gave this it wasn't impassioned, but I gave this this, you know, this whole thing about how all all these movies should be preserved and there shouldn't be lost <laughs> films and every film deserves to at least be seen or preserved in some in some way, shape or form. Maybe there should be lost films. And, <laughs> and now I'm like, maybe there should be lost films. Maybe there should. I I hated everything about the experience of watching this film. And I'm not even being funny. This is just actively a poor film. It's a bad comedy. And look, as a fan of bad horror movies, I can say there is nothing worse than a bad comedy because a movie whose intention is to be funny mm-hmm. and it's not like a bad horror movie can at least be funny. Even though its intention is to be scary, you can still have some sort of entertainment with it. If a comedy is not doing the one very thing it's supposed to do, Oh boy. And I mean, not only that, not only is it a bad comedy, I mean, it's it's a gross movie. It's poorly executed. It's horribly conceived. It's extremely tripe in, in every way, shape, and form. It's my least favorite kind of spoof. And like, I, spoofs are tough anyway. But like, for me, like a good trinity of, of excellent spoofs are is like Airport, Scream, and Shaun of the Dead. Like, mm. those are excellent movies that know what they're doing. This is, I mean, it almost feels like a, a cynical cash grab. Oh man. Uh, just, just, just like, just like ape was where it's like, they knew King Kong was coming out. Let's put out this, this monkey movie. Oh, and for sure. It's I'm, I'm waffling on whether or not I'm, 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 I'm drunk with power and wine. And <laughs> I think I'm going to give it a zero. Okay. Or it's evocative nature because I just, I just, I think this movie is absolute garbage. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It is terrible. Like I said, I'm holding out hope that I, I don't even want to have to breathe out air talking about this movie again after this. So I'm hoping something else is worse. So we can actually talk about something else worse than this after because it is that bad. <laughs> I, 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 I actually hope nothing is worse than this because <laughs> I mean, I gave it a one on one thing. So it isn't like a, a full zero. So, I mean, there's, there's yeah. some room, but there are also going to be other terrible, terrible movies. I, I also think this is the kind of bad movie that gives Kaiju cinema a bad name. I think a lot of people associate that kind of experience with this genre sometimes, because again, we've talked about this growing up, you know, people kind of would laugh at these movies, you know, mm-hmm. the Godzilla films in particular, the ones that were played on sci-fi channel all the time. Couple of them I'm on MSC3K. A, a lot of a lot of people didn't respect this until we got to actively see in the West Gojira in 04 wide, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people saw, I mean, and and we we both gave Godzilla King of Monsters an, uh, I think an eight. Uh it's it's a pretty solid movie. It's a pretty it good is. movie. But getting to see 1954, Shirahana's actual vision and seeing what this this genre can do, I think is something special. And obviously, there's always going to be people who are going to be, you know, 
riffing it off or even spoofing it. There's nothing wrong with making a comedy out of something, but to do it so badly and to do it so cynically, I just, I, I never want to see this movie again. I will defend it in that I think it probably should have been released in 1976 because of, you know, it is a parody. It is. It should be protected, at least in the United States. I'm, I'm not I sure mean, I, I don't disagree Britain. with that. I just yeah. don't want anyone to have to see this movie. It is very obviously a parody of, you know, 1933. Like there is a poster for 1933's King Kong in the film, and it does follow the plot, but also is its own stupid other thing. And not just a, a gender flipped version of, of King Kong. That being said, it is terrible. And our final score is a point six repeating, which means it is no! a, a one out of it ten. It's a one. You've you've saved it. Well, like I said, I, I do hope something you saved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, well, my total score was point three three repeating. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think this is easily the worst kaiju film we've ever watched it's one of the worst movies i've seen in years oh yeah I, I, that's a good point it's actually one of the worst movies <laughs> probably ever which is like, interesting enough in its i have own watched life. a lot of so-called worst movies like uh, the the filmography of ed wood not a single one of them are as unwatchable as this yeah yeah well and that's the thing you're you won't believe us until you track down a version of this film and no, no, torture yourself. believe us you won't this, this believe it episode, could be this bad this episode should serve as a warning it is this, that bad. this episode should be a sticker on every single copy of this movie that's ever released <laughs> it is that bad miles it's awful but if people do end up going down that path and do subject themselves to this, where can they find us online to blame us or commiserate a similar experience? You you can. Yeah, you can blame, commiserate or disagree with us at Kaiju versus history at gmail.com. You can tweet to us at Kaiju versus history or go to our website, Kaiju versus history dot com. Please rate and review our show, comment, share with friends. Let us know what you think. I would love to get some insight. Uh, join the Cosmic Crit Discord and pop into the Kaiju versus History channel. Mm. Uh, Patrick and I are always chit-chatting on there, or I'm always posting what new fun toys are coming out because we are getting some good stuff. Yeah, no, they, that I cannot afford. I just saw um, I just saw a, a, a Gamera 1999 yeah. classic model that I might be purchasing. It is yeah. awesome. I saw a new Kaiser Gator that looks pretty sick, too. Nice. And then you obviously check out our Letterboxd account, Kaiju versus History, to see all of our reviews and watch our list of films or, or at least, you know, our list of films that we're going to be watching and see our, look at our the official the, ratings. The half star that this one gets on Letterboxd. I can't believe it's even getting half a star. Uh, Actually, I don't, think, I, I don't think you can not give it any a movie anything. I'm pretty so thank you, Patrick. Things. And we're going to catch you next time. But tell us what we're watching next week. Well, it is finally time right in the middle of our knockoff King Kong films that we indeed look at the behemoth remake that spawned all these truly awful clones and parodies. That's right. Tune in next time as it's finally after more than 40 years since the classic film times for a remake that perhaps didn't need remaking tune in next time for history versus King Kong.